Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Filmmaker and Me. I'm your host, Mr. James Creha, and I am going to chat with you today about do we need to get the dress shot? I saw this in on Facebook in the wedding videographer forum that I'm in, and a good filmmaker friend of mine actually brought this, or I think brought this up as part of another question that he was asking, and I agree with him, and I want to talk about why I agree with him today on the podcast and give you guys some insight on it too. So without further ado, here we go. Episode 10, do we need to get the dress shot? So I know when I first started doing wedding videos that, you know, when I showed up, it was my, I thought it was my job to capture in motion video form um, what the photographer was doing, you know, with the still images. So whether, whether it was, you know, shooting the groom's shoes solo sitting somewhere or, you know, shooting the details, shooting, you know, and, and I still do cover this stuff, you know, it's, it's cool to get this stuff to like cut between, but, you know, and a dress shot too, you know, a dress shot, you know, the dress hanging uh, on the window or somewhere, um, you know, you, you can still definitely get these shots, but are they necessary? Are, do you need to get them? And the, I think the answer, and I, I personally don't get them. And I think the answer is no, because, you know, the photographer's getting them for pictures. They're going to have the pictures from the photographer. And if you're like me and you're making more of like a storytelling film, you know, it's more about, you know, you want to, you want to be like, you're watching a film, I guess. And when I watch a film, I don't necessarily, or I'm not thinking, oh, I got to show the shoes. And then I got to show him putting on the shoes. It's just, I got to show him putting on the shoes and getting a different, a bunch of different angles of him putting on the shoes and maybe a close up and a wide, you know, so you can kind of show the shoes off, but show them off in motion, you know, with, with them actually going on his feet, same with the dress, you know, instead of showing the dress hanging there, you know, you, what we like to do, or I, what I like to do is I will, um, I, sorry guys, my phone's going off. What I will do is I will, um, you know, get the bride messing with the dress. I know there's filmmakers, uh, a, a film company called White and Reverie started this thing and it's, they had the bride carry the dress like down some wooden stairs around a corner and that's cool too. Um, but be original, be original and try to, you know, create your own, your own new thing. Uh, I personally, I think I did that once after I saw it, but then I didn't do it again. And I mean, there, there's times when it might call for it if you're there in a really pretty venue and it's like, there's like a long hallway that's really well lit. Maybe there's a cool shot you can do with her carrying the dress, but it's not like a shot that you need to do every single time. I would, I'd recommend changing it up, guys. I'd recommend doing different things and trying new things. And so one thing that I like to do, I know I like to have the dress hanging somewhere and I'll have the bride, you know, playing with it, you know, checking it out, making sure it's hanging perfect on the hanger and, you know, just arranging it, arranging the, the belt if they got a belt or whatever, or, you know, playing with the bow on the back, just it's, you know, they're just admiring it before they put it on. I kind of like that. That's kind of my personal preference. Um, but you know, I, I, I'm definitely open to trying new things. I did one where I actually had the dress laying across the couch and I had this contrasty light coming in through the window and had all the lights off in the room. So it was just this window light. And I just kind of panned over the dress on the couch and I thought it was cool. I think it was different. It was cool. The dress was just laying there on the couch. You know, we had it laying nice on the couch and we just did a uh, little, I think it was on the glide cam or the pilot fly at that time and 
just kind of did a nice little smooth motion shot showing off the dress with this light coming in. So it was really, you know, moody kind of lighting. Um, but, but yeah, so I mean, um, you know, be creative, do, do different things with it. You don't have to get that shot of the dress hanging on the window. Um, I know like a lot of videographers, they'll do the exact same shot. It's a slider shot pushing of the dress super wide, you know, or it'll be like a pull out, uh, slider shot where they pull out watch super wide shot of the dress on the window. And that just seems, it's just so overdone and it's just boring. And you know, when I watch a film, I want to, I want to see something new. I want to see something that intrigues me. I want to see something that makes me, you know, get creative in my own mind and want to try something new or try that or try that in a new way. Like the white and reverie thing with the walking with the dress, you know, try that, but try it in a new way or do something different with it. And, um, you don't need to, I mean, I know they're, they're a good film, film company, filmmaking team, husband and wife team, but you know, you don't need to copy them just cause they're, you know, really good. Um, you know, do your own thing, you know, make your own, make your own mark. So, um, and it's definitely not a shot you need to get. I don't think a couple, I guess it depends on who the couple is. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, I really don't think a couple is going to mind, you know, if you don't get the exact same shots, the photographer gets, and you get more of a film looking film and film shots over, you know, getting motion shots of still things of the photographer, whatever the photographer is doing. So, um, but no, you can definitely still do it. Um, if you feel it works for the couple works for your film, um, all of that, you know, do what, do what you feel is necessary or needed or whatever you, whatever kind of vibe you're getting from the couple or, you know, whatever you got to work with, maybe you got nothing else to work with. And so, uh, if that's all you got, you know, but I, I like to I say to try to bring some motion into it. So have the bride, you know, in some way or another messing with the dress, either hanging it up, taking it down, uh, admiring it, playing with it, you know, adjusting it on the hanger. Maybe she's carrying it like White and Reverie had their, their brides do, or I think they've had a couple brides do it now too. Um, but the other thing too, I, I, I like the mysterious, the mystique, is it mystique? The mysteriousness of it too, the mystery when, you know, you just show some like tight shots of the dress going on and you show like the mother's hands buttoning or zipping it up. You show the maid of honor helping her put her jewelry on. You're not really seeing the full dress, but you're getting glimpses of parts of it. And, you know, if you shoot it like with just some natural window light and you get it kind of moody, it's kind of, it's interesting and it really brings the viewer in. And then maybe you have a nice wide shot as she's coming down these stairs. If there's like a staircase or if she's walking, you know, through a hallway, a long hallway with some nice window light and you reveal the dress then and there and it's on her and you show it off looking perfect and gorgeous on the bride. You know, it's not just hanging somewhere. That's another idea that, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of a way I like to run with it too, is to uh, reveal the dress, finally reveal it once it's on the bride. And I've actually had a bride last year request that saying that they didn't want any hanging dress shots. They wanted to reveal the dress that way. And so that works too, you know, so it's really, you know, but you know, meet, meet with your couples, your couples will definitely, um, if there's any shots your couples want, you know, they'll tell you in the meeting prior to the wedding. And it's good. To, it's a good thing to ask too, you know, is there any shots you guys really like seeing in films that I can get for you? Um, I always like to ask that, um, you know, I like to create my own thing for them. I don't want to, you know, have my creativity limited, but at the same time, I want to make sure I get them exactly what they want. I don't want them to watch their film and then you know, there's the shot that they really wanted to see maybe of the dress just hanging on a window. Maybe it's a wide shot push in of a dress hanging on a window 
and that's what they really wanted and they didn't get it because I was doing my own creative thing and maybe my own creative thing was better and maybe they do like it more than what they were hoping to get or maybe what the, what I did wasn't what they wanted and they wanted to see it. So again, in these meetings you have with your couples, definitely discuss this kind of stuff ahead of time. It'll help you, uh, you know, make sure you get the shots they want, but then it'll let you know how creative you can be. And a lot of times my couples now, they're like, you take the reins, James. This is your thing. We trust you. We hired you because we like what you do. And, you know, we're excited to see what you do with our day. And that's, that's the best thing. I think when a couple says that to me is, you know, when I'm in a meeting with them before their wedding and I always ask me, is there anything you know, you guys are really wanting or that I need to capture for you specifically, um, music choice, genre of music, anything like that. And when they say, you know what? Nope. We hired you cause we trust you. You take the reins, you do your thing. That is the best feeling. And that's just, and you know, when you get to a certain point with your work and your portfolio where, you know, you've kind of developed your own style and you're consistent with it and your films are consistently good, uh, film after film that you put out, I think, you know, that's when couples, you know, begin to trust you more and more and, you know, good reviews help too when other brides from past films you've done will review you on Facebook or wherever, Wedding Wire or The Knot, whatever it is. But, um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, be creative guys. Like I said, be creative, but you know, find out what your couples want. Um, but don't feel like you have to get those shots and don't feel like those shots need to be put in the film. Even if you do get them, I mean, maybe you get them for the raw footage and you don't put them in the film. So, I mean, I guess it's always better. It is always, it is always better to have more than not enough. So I, I like to film everything. So if the photographer is doing the shoe shot, you know, I might know I'm not going to use it, but I'm going to get it anyways just so the couple, if they got the, if they got the raw footage or if they're going to purchase it, you know, they'll have that shot for me as well. Um, just because I like to go over and over and above and beyond. And I like to do that. So, um, yeah, guys, that's basically, that's basically my opinions and thoughts on that. I hope this was helpful. You know, like I said, um, be creative with your films, you know, don't feel like you have to copy the photographer don't be, don't be just that videographer. I mean, if you, if you're looking to grow your business and become sought out, you know, more than just in your own market and all over the country, maybe even the world, you know, do things that are different, make things that are special and unique for each couple and you'll achieve that. But if you know, if, but if your goal is to just, you know, maybe just have a, a, a healthy business just in your local marketplace and that's all you want to do and just stay, you just want to stay in your local market and you want you want the post-production process to be easy and you just want to get the same shots every time because that just makes your post-production process easy and you can get films out real quick. You know, do, do you do you, but you know, just know that if you want to grow and expand and, you know, get some really, really fun, cool weddings that, you know, tailoring your style to your own style and being creative and being different, that's really how you grow to uh, that point where you can then go off and do all sorts of fun stuff, but, uh, you know, it's really, like I said, guys, it's up, it's up to you. These are just my thoughts and opinions. Um, but, um, yeah, hope this podcast was, this episode was a little bit helpful for you, informative. And, um, yeah, guys, thank you guys for tuning in. If you've yet to subscribe, please do so. If you have not left a five-star rating or a comment and you enjoy this podcast, it'd be awesome if you would be so kind as to do that for me. But uh, no pressure, no pressure. Just keep tuning in. I hope the content keeps getting a little better, a little better. And my mic's 
start to work <laughs> more and more because I know I've had some mic issues and I, po- I apologize for that. I do apologize. But um, yes, guys, I appreciate you guys for tuning in and thank you so much. And we'll talk to you next time on the next episode of The Filmmaker in Me.